0: Live on Spreaker tonight, I'm Alex Garrett, and let me tell you folks, we are needing a relaxed session. Uh, I love what Tim Janice is doing here on YouTube. Take a listen. And why would we need a relax session? Um, because we're seeing a snowstorm that's pending on the way. Um, we see a outdoor dining that will now be closed because of the snow alert here in New York City on Wednesday. And um, most importantly, we just we are seeing tough times. We pray for our small business owners, our restaurants, and everything like that. But, right now, I'm very, um, I'm very of the belief, I don't even know how to speak right now, because I'm just so stunned that this outdoor plan is failing in the winter. Who'd have thought that, right? Who would have thought that, you know, we would be having to close down our outdoor dining for snow. I never thought that was possible. Sarcasm. Of course I did. And when you saw the dividers in all these restaurants, you get you had hope that they would endure dying and keep that going. So again, in this cold snow, while many will probably stay home anyway in a snowstorm... We do wish the restaurants an even better time during this. Tell you what, talking over this music is very relaxing to me. So, why am I on tonight? Well, I'll tell you why I'm on tonight. There's something crawling at me, and it's been crawling at me since Saturday night. When I saw a Save NYC sign. When I saw a, you know, we've got to, I feel a bit like Delilah. It's kind of funny to you know, the national host who talks over music like this. Um, no, uh, I don't know why I was meant to see the Save New York City sign, but I was. And um, it just got me thinking, what if empty ballot choices... Led to empty streets. We do care an awful lot. About. The um. Uncontested shots. That the Knicks might let in. And the Nets might let it, let in. In March Madness. Oh why do you leave that guy wide open? Why is it uncontested? Yet in 47 districts. In New York State. No one seemed to care. That. Their assembly seats were uncontested, unopposed. So it leads me to believe that, yes, while Cuomo's measures are this and de Blasio's measures are this, a New York State Assembly that kind of just goes along with it doesn't help either. A Senate, led by the Democrats also, by the way, that goes along with this, aren't helping. But we aren't helping ourselves, see? How can we help ourselves, you ask? Well, simply put, we help ourselves by actually getting involved. By seeing that if you have a district that you are part of, not have a seat contested, you know, not have an opposition, then something's wrong. A lot of these different seats... And districts seem to have apathy, not a drive to fix things. Seem to be okay leaving it uncontested. I'm not. I'm not when I know that there's probably dozens of people out there that would like to contest this, but maybe they they feel like they don't align with either the Democrats or Republicans. Look, I love the state GOP, but my question is where are they? I wanna see this state rise up again. But you can't do that if you sit on the sideline and say, Oh well, this guy's unopposed or this this you know, multi termers unopposed. You can't operate like that and expect to win. I love this song by the way. Listen to more Tim Janice for a minute. Carol of the Bells Calms me down I hope it calms you down too Um It's It's just unnerving that's all That we do care about an uncontested 3 but not uncontested assembly seats that could really shift our ways of life here in New York. If we had more assembly members taken to task, maybe they would step up for the small business. If we had more assembly members contested, challenged, maybe it would wake their, you know, you know what's up, light that fire under their butt to do something for their constituents. Instead, because they're routinely uncontested in 47 districts, they just have this feeling of, oh, I'll be fine. Things can be business as normal in Albany. Really? Business as usual in Albany is killing, killing business. There's a stat out today. 50% of businesses could go out of business during this lockdown part two and, and across the country. That's unnerving, and it should be unnerving to you, too. It's your tax dollars. It's my tax dollars that are just going to ballots that are being printed unopposed. Look, you can talk about contesting the presidential election all you want, but you have to also focus on the local aspect of things and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, maybe some votes and whatever. Although... Everybody said there's no evidence of it. I would tend to agree. That if, there's, if the courts say no evidence. There's no evidence. No concrete evidence. To change this election. But where we're failing. Is we're missing the local level. 5,000 times. More than we should be. We are missing. The chance. The golden chance. To fix our own state legislatures. By contesting elections. Even if you don't win. <clears throat> I think the idea of. Let's. Fight this guy or fight this assemblywoman who's been there for years. Let's fight them. See what we can do. Give them a run for their money. You would see them work harder for the constituents than ever before complacency is not what New York State needs right now. Yes, the Big Apple, the Big Empire State got a shot in the arm, literally with the vaccine arrival today. I'm very proud of my borough of Queens. An ICU nurse in Queens talked about or or actually received the shot. She's one of the first. To get a shot. And I'm very proud of that. She was actually a CUNY grad alum. A CUNY alum. This is also pretty cool. CUNY makes history as Lehman College alumna. Sandra Lindsay. That's according to the City of University of New York. Uh, at the Long Island Jewish Medical Center in Queens. Is the first person to receive the vaccine. COVID-19 vaccine. In the United States. Interestingly enough. Someone commented. I'm going to give them the proper credit here. Uh, Josh Feynman, friend of my friend Chris Rosa. Uh, Jonas Salk was a City College of New York grad. So CUNY, one making the polio vaccine, one the first of its kind, one taking the COVID-19 vaccine, the first of its kind. Pretty cool. So our borough is always amazing. It's always diverse. It's always changing, and it's I love I love this borough, and that's why I'm so disappointed every year on election day, or every couple times when it comes up. Now he's a good person, David Weppern. but he's uncontested every year in my district. It inflames me because I think we could put up a challenge. Against the norm of Albany right now. Trump put up a challenge against Washington. I think we have the muster. The mustard to put up a challenge against Albany's consistent, continuous term. uh, They're not even term limited, right? So they're like term riding out the, the term year after year. Whatever you want to call it. But they're there. Unopposed. In 47 districts. I would like that to change. I would really like that to change. Because if it can change... Then we can see change. In all parts of New York State. And as, as my friend Zach Miller said... They can um put up a fight for the small business owner too, but not when you consistently elect the same people and not even care that that seats un- unopposed. What are we doing? We're supposed to be fighters. we're New York tough, but are we tough enough to take on these big can big assembly men and women? Look at Nicole Maletakis. Takis. Her ideas in the assembly drew her popularity on Staten Island. She's now a congresswoman-elect. We can create more of those stories if we just ran people, everyday people, you and I people, business people, entrepreneurs, doers, movers and shakers that aren't famous. But if you run them against a candidate that's been there for years and you make people notice that, You can do something about your district. About who represents your district. 47 unopposed districts is unacceptable. In times where we're always trying to move things forward. And always trying to be progressive. How progressive is it then? We have one candidate every year on the ballot. For for the same assembly seat. The same candidate. Incumbent. So I say in 2021... It's incumbent upon us to make the changes that we need to, to give this state a shot in the arm. Our city got a shot in the arm today. Our state needs a shot in the arm yesterday, tomorrow, next week, so to speak. Because if we don't give our state even a chance to compete, I don't know what's going to happen. Except that we will decline even more because the apathy will take over 1000% and as we saw in Max public house on Staten Island, there's groups out there that aren't apathetic they really want to fix things they're not complacent may that non-complacency may that spirit, whether you think it was right or wrong it was a spirit of changing things up can that spirit Infect the whole state Where we see changes Where we see a two party system again here in, here in Albany Here in New York Where we see Assembly people Come up with great ideas And be Challenging their fellow Assembly members And then end up in Congress Are we Too busy with our lives To simply look down the ballot and say, oh, that's interesting. 47 districts unopposed. My district's unopposed. That's interesting. There's got to be something we can do about it, right? Yes, there is. Raise money. Throw your hat in the ring. Shake it up a bit. I, I will never feel comfortable enough to run for politics. But I sure as heck would take ideas on how we can build a coalition to save NYC and save our Assembly and Senate and our state legislature. Because when you save the state legislature, what we do is we save New York City. That's the way to do it. Because you can elect people from this borough, from the Bronx, from Brooklyn, who know the constituency, who aren't just in Albany for six months and that's it. I'm not ready to say, Hey, you know, the city that saved my life and my family and our, our family that has loved on the city and it's seen its city love us back. I'm not ready to see it die. I I'm just praying to God this this holiday season this Christmas time. How do I um how do I take your signs of saving New York? Cuz I know you want to too and make it happen. The first thing to do is address the problem. And I'm addressing it right here on Alex Garrett podcasting. We will not settle. We should not settle for. We can, but we shouldn't. Settle for 47 assembly districts. Unopposed. That should be unacceptable. You know what is acceptable? (laughs) Put viable candidates out there. You know what is acceptable? Bringing us real ballot choices... In November of every... Damn... Year... Empty ballot choices are... Leading to empty streets... Because we've got... People who just don't care... Up in Albany right now... And the ones who do are drowned out... Because... Well the non-carers dominate. Another example of that could be this vaccine mandate. I'm hoping there are some Assembly Democrats that are saying that's not right. But they probably will go along and vote for it, outnumbering the Republicans again, and it will become a mandate. And again, I'm not saying don't take the vaccine. I'm just saying let people have a choice because if we don't let them have a choice and people really start getting affected by this then that's bad I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm talking it down I'm just being realistic with you and Radio Hope is right it's not okay to just not care it's not okay to care more about an uncontested three-pointer the Knicks let up last night But not care that our lives are in the hands of our ballot choices. And when those ballot choices get stripped away from us because no one wants to challenge. Then what do we, what can we add to the state? Small businesses, I love how they're rolling up their sleeves. I love it. I love how they're going to survive, they're working to survive this. But you know what I would love also? Is those that feel like they can run and change the system do so. Across all parts of New York. Instead of debating whether to secede from New York State, that's just asinine. Say, you know what? I'm going to run. I see my districts unopposed. I'm going to change that. And if I don't win, fine. But if I can light the fire under this establishment incumbent's ass. That's even better. Of course you want to win. Of course you want to win. That's why you run. But the first step clearly is to make these assembly people who are comfortable in their own little seats in Albany not comfortable anymore. Was your district unopposed this election? Were you one of the 47? How'd that make you feel? Did it make you feel good? Did you even notice? Were you in there to either vote Biden or Trump and didn't care about the rest? Well, national can only take us so far. But when you are thinking less national and more very local... To me, I I don't even know if the bar resignation is a big deal in the big scheme of things. I saw that coming. You probably saw that coming too. And we'll talk about it as details unfold because it's fascinating. But when we stop caring about what's down the street, our assembly person's office down the street, when we stop caring about, oh, well, that's cool. Look at his offices there. Her office is there. Does it have to be there? Can it be occupied by someone else? Yes it can. We just have to light our fires. Starting in 2021. Sure. Now I guess they suddenly won't have another two. Well, we'll be this way for another two years. But there's got to be uh, another way. Moving forward. And that includes putting your name or putting a name or encouraging someone you know to run for local legislature that decides our state's fate before it's a fait accompli. I hate being cliche. I hate being corny. Sorry about that. But I just, it it, it was at the top of my mind. Um, Are you enjoying this Christmas music? I know I sure as heck am. It's actually keeping me relaxed because inside of me is a rage that I've never really felt it's an unsureness I've never felt because if you now say hey guess what outdoor dining is closed because of snow bats, that was what was going to happen you didn't see this coming but we can make that change we can say no that's not right We can say, no, Governor Cuomo, you must keep these indoor dinings open. There's no data you've given us to show us to close that indoor dining. None. But we don't have up in Albany a a foil, if you will, to Governor Cuomo. What we have in Albany is just, sure, yeah, go ahead, Governor. Do what you want. Let millions of people get out of business go out of business, let millions of people become unemployed. We'll sign on to that. I wanna say have a very Merry Christmas. And I wanna feel like we can. And I know we can. And I will say this up front, maybe to Radio Hope, maybe to others people's displeasure. It hasn't been all a bad year. Look, I've gotten to meet some amazing people through this year. Radio Hope, Ed Delgado, I got to know more. Because we were all in quarantine together. We took to the microphone every damn day. We still do. Every day to get people awake. That's something to be proud of. Yeah, I might have been late sometimes, Radio Hope. I miss you, bud. But you know what? We had some incredible... Times this year. we'll continue to. But let's sit back and say. This wasn't all a bad year. I'm tired of that narrative too. For some it's awful. For others. We can be blessed. That it hasn't been that bad. And if you're listening to this. Let me tell you. Thank you, firstly. And count your blessings that you're alive right now. Nothing's for granted. Nothing is permanent. But I guess that's why people run for office. Because they know they're not around forever. But they want to make their mark while they can. And for four years, President Trump's done that. For many years, a lot of our local politicians here in New York have done that. And sometimes too many years. And it's the too many years aspect that I'm really starting to feel. Uh, On the local level. There's no reason why coalitions can't start to push against those incumbents every two years except for apathy and apathy has no place right now for anything in society sympathy sure but you know how when you fight the good fight for those who have gone before us, you make this place even better. That's what they would want you to do. They wouldn't want you to sit at home all the time in a pen, you know, feeling locked down. They'd still want you to go out and make a difference. It's why today really did feel like, a, 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 and I know I joked about it with Governor Cuomo, but it did feel like. A, um, Storming Normandy against coronavirus. Because finally innovation hit our shores. And that innovation can be resonated and reignited in our local legislatures. You just got to say, hey, I know someone. I'm going to encourage them to run today. I know you guys know someone out there that can do the job in your state. So encourage them today. Say, hey, you know what? I like your thinking. I want you to run for this seat. It's been taken over the last 30-something years by an incumbent that hasn't left the Assembly, the State Senate, or, you know, even Congress. But I want you to challenge them. You might not like her, but AOC bucked the system, and she won. Where's that energy At the assembly level. It's got to be there. It can be there. And no one's going to tell you to do it. You've got to feel it in yourself. But if. You're not pushed a little bit. Or whatever. If you're not giving a push. It won't happen. So let's roll up our sleeves. Just like you're trying to save your business. Let's save our state. Roll up your sleeves today. Think of a candidate that you would want to put in the assembly to fight the fight. And then gently or hardcorely I don't know, ask him, Hey, why don't you do this? Or tell him, Hey, why don't you do this? You love this state so much? Do it. You love this city so much? Do it. Because full ballot choices can lead to a full city. It does go hand-in-hand. I realized that this Saturday that empty streets are because of empty ballot choices. So let's make the choice to fill up our cup, I guess the Bible would say. But our cup is New York State or Iowa or Wisconsin where Ed Delgado is. We want our cup to run over again thanks be to God and I think he sent us here to be that person to fill the cup so let's do it no more empty streets no more empty ballot choices I'm Alex Garrett we will get through this and Merry Christmas and Happy Annika and for those of Happy Kwanzaa have a beautiful holiday season and we'll talk to you tomorrow Thank you, Tim Janis, for this.